Hi there, I'm Ross O'Connor, and I'm here with Stéphanie Chouinard, professor at Queen's University. And we're here to talk about the new uh, cabinet uh, here that uh, Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, just announced yesterday. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Ross. So, uh, first thing I noticed, and I think uh, it's good to talk about, the uh, uh, in the uh, woman-man world of the ministries, uh, the center of power has shifted. Now we've seen yeah. a lot of yeah, we've seen a lot of women with uh, uh, ministries before, uh, but now uh, they're they're into some really big ones: uh, finance, treasury board, foreign affairs, defense. Uh, this is a power shift. I don't think we've seen this in any other country, to be honest with you. Uh, that that kind of power uh, it, it, with female ministries. So. I thought that really interesting. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a, a new kind of era for uh, women's place in uh, in cabinet. You know, uh, since 2015, we've had gender parity around the table. This is something that Mr. Trudeau felt very proud of in 2015. But the fact of the matter was, uh, the vast majority of those women then were in you know second class kind of cabinet positions and now if you're looking at the the what we consider the top five or the top six of the most important positions in cabinet uh all of them save for the minister of justice are uh are, are women uh we're thinking of defense with anita and Anne, finance of course and vice prime ministership although in canada that doesn't mean much really uh by christian freeland melanie jolie at foreign affairs uh of course we have uh, mona fortier uh, treasury board which is like one of the important ones but that we tend not to hear about a whole lot uh so and uh and, and so that's uh i think that's a that's a pretty big signal for uh for a woman's place in parliament and uh and in cabinet it, it really is. I, 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 Mona Fortier, who, of course, uh, I, what was her? She was at uh, something Prosperity called... and middle class. That's right. Prosperity <laughs> and middle class. Yes. Sadly, <laughs> I think I think that ministry has now been uh, erased. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's no longer uh, it's no longer part of uh, the cabinet. But yeah, quite no, frankly, no. I think that cabinet position was meant for her to you know, put her toes in the water, so to speak. And uh, also to give a hand to Bill Morneau at the time, who was finance minister, yes. but who couldn't speak French. So she was really, you know, the, the communicator in the room for, uh, for, for the Quebecois and Francophone community. Yes. Now, uh, one, of the, one of the ones you mentioned, and I think we should uh, talk about, is uh, Anita Anand, the new defense minister. Now, uh, defense, uh, I know a little about this, you, you, I used to work there, and you go into the minister's office, and they have all the old ministers of defense uh, pictures, and there's got to be like 55 or 60 of them. And until now, uh, it was like 55 or 60 men, minus one, Kim Campbell, but uh, otherwise, and here we go, uh, a new era, and, and that's, a big, that's a big job. So can you uh, yeah. talk about, a little about that? Sure. Uh, we all know that uh, portfolio is uh, particularly sensitive right now with respect to uh, the uh, mass culture change that is needed within national defense, within the armed forces, uh, with the onslaught of continuing allegations of sexual misconduct from the upper brass. 
Uh, now, not only is uh, Mrs. Anand uh, the second uh, female uh, person to, to, to obtain this position, she's the first uh, visible minority who's also a woman, uh, and she's also a civilian, uh, which is unlike a lot of the former um, defense ministers that we've had in the past. So uh, it'll be a steep learning curve for her, but she does have quite a, an epic background you know, in governance, so culture, institutional change. This is something that she's seen before. She's also obviously had her hand uh, into procurement issues uh, during COVID, having procured vaccines and PPE. Uh, procurement is a huge issue in the armed forces. So she comes with uh, a little bit of uh, background for sure on that file. Uh, but nevertheless, it's going to be it's going to be a difficult one. It would have been difficult for anybody walking into this position right now. Uh, but uh, she's definitely got high expectations on behalf of Canadians. And it's going to be interesting to see what her mandate letter looks like as well. It will. And another person uh, to, to, to notice was uh, the new Minister of Foreign Affairs, uh, Melanie Jolie. That one shocked uh, probably the hell out of a lot of people. It, it shocked the hell out of me. But I, I think it could be an interesting uh, nomination. Uh, yeah, foreign affairs. Ahead, yeah, foreign affairs is uh, it has been a, a bit of an oddball in in the past few years. Uh, it should be an important cabinet position, but it's one that has been a little bit ill loved by this government, if I may say. Uh, Madame Jolie is the is the fi uh, the fifth um, minister in in six years. Uh, Mr. Garneau had been in in place only for nine months. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, we do need a little bit of stability in the in, in that position. And it's it's a position uh, that also has a lot of high expectations, you know, managing the Canada-China relationship, managing the relationship with the U.S., which is nowhere near as good as I think some uh, members of parliament thought it would be like post-Donald uh, Trump. Uh, with the return of the Democrats in Washington, uh, so so she'll have uh, she'll have a lot to do, and uh, the eyes are definitely on her. Yeah, and she's had a history of sometimes getting tripped up, but uh, she's so she, she I think she if she's careful, she'll be okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks very much for your time. We'll talk again.